Mosh Pits. Well, it's Thursday, and we're back with another Days of the New Mosh Pit. I am your host, Nick, joined by my co-host, Kevin. What's going on, Kevin? Uh, you're going to tell me, because you called an emergency mosh pit for this one. Uh, we are delaying Static X by a week because... You couldn't keep this to yourself. We couldn't hold on this. No. So obviously we uh, we just did Tool and Green Jello, and we're, we're still in that that space. And there's always more to talk about with Tool. But today I want to talk about the visual artist that exists in the Tool stratosphere, Alex Gray. Kevin, what do you know about artist Alex Gray? I know that he has probably launched a thousand mushroom trips where people stare endlessly into the fractals and skinless men. And yeah, it's just, it's not for me. Uh, I mean, I generally like uh, his uh, visual art. He's, he's a visual artist and author. He makes these wild psychedelic paintings of the nervous system and muscles and shit. He paints a hell of an eyeball. He's the eyeball guy. You go yes. to him when you need a good eyeball. Yeah, and like an eyeball with like flames around it in <laughs> multicolors. So he got famous in the new metal community for the artwork for Tools, Lateralis, and 10,000 Days. Mm -hmm. uh, he did the stage design for the Lateralis tour. He did some animation work for some Tool music videos. And he's also had his art featured on albums by Nirvana, The Beastie Boys, and Meshuggah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, that uh, heart thing inside of um, In Utero. Was, oh, uh, wow. Yes, so like way long before Tool. Also, though, there's a rumor that uh, one time he fucked a dead person <laughs> for art. Okay. just Let's get into it or not. <laughs> oh, no. Let's let's go. Let's go. All right. Get on. This is going to be wordy. But uh, so this is if you look on Reddit and you just type Alex Gray necrophilia, you're going to find a bunch of people that are like, wait, did this guy fuck a dead body? And then you're going to find a bunch of tool neckbeards and like, there's no evidence of this. <laughs> so I, I did the best that I could. So anyway, here's part of Alex's bio from the American Visionary Arts Museum website, just so you have a kind of an understanding of what Alex Gray is. Now picture a, um, let's go with a, a trim 60-something-year-old man that doesn't like to wear a lot of clothes and has a long gray ponytail. So that's that's Alex Gray. Anyway, uh, when Gray was 21, his first LSD trip and introduction to his wife, Allison, occurred in a single night, transforming his agnostic existentialism into radical transcendentalism. Investigations into the nature of consciousness through shamanic performances in the 70s and 80s led Gray to Tibetan Buddhism and study of the physical body. Gray continued his psychedelic voyages with Allison while employed at a medical school morgue, preparing cadavers. These sacramental sojourns led to a unique series of artworks entitled The Sacred Mirrors, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, we know for <laughs> sure in his bio that he, for whatever reason, had access to a bunch of corpses. Mm -hmm. The official bio is that he got them ready for dissection, but he also, by his own admission, just did art with them. Okay, when you say did art... <sighs> I'll show you some of it in a minute. Oh, good God. All right. So famously... There was an artist named John Duncan. John Duncan went to Mexico and he bought a corpse of a recently deceased young woman and had wait, sex wait, with Wait, 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 bought? It's Mexico, man. You can buy whatever you need out there. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Anyway, he bought a corpse from the corpse store. I don't know. Uh, and he had sex with it while recording the audio. And then he released that art as a piece called Blind Date in 1980. You can find this audio online, but I ain't going to fucking listen to it. But it's there. 
John oh. Duncan, blind date. All of his friends abandoned him after that, and he had to leave the country for a while. Good. Um, because naturally, Good. <laughs> you probably just don't want to hang out with weird John that fucked the lady and that died and recorded it. Could you imagine him just being like, guys, guys, check this out. No, listen to this. <laughs> Push, just punching a rotting pumpkin. Oh, dude. Over and over. So, so why am I bringing up John Duncan? Because Alex Gray mentions him in a letter to the editors of Wet Magazine. And they ran it in the July and August 1981 issue. Wet was an avant-garde Los Angeles-based magazine founded by Leonard Coren that helped define Los Angeles's new wave scene. The publication covered cultural issues and was known for its innovative use of graphic art. And it had contributors such as David Lee Roth, Leonard Cohen, Matt Groening from The Simpsons. David Lee Roth contributed? Yeah. Yeah, he probably thought it was a porno mag. Oh, 100%. I mean, and it probably kind of was, you know, I mean, like in that weird, weird period in like the mid to late seventies when they were just like porno theaters, like in cities and like, you know, I mean, like remember Rush Street in Chicago? Like, yeah. It was just all porno stores. Like that was like a, a, a relic from the seventies and eighties. That's, you know, the internet has uh, eliminated, I guess, but yeah, well, you got to get your skin mags, yeah, yeah, giant rubber fists. <laughs> <laughs> Wet lasted 34 issues from 1976 to 1981. So anyway, again, this is the July, <laughs> August 1981 issue. I'm going to read you the letter in full from Alex Gray. Um, all right. Dear Wet, I read with sadness and some surprise your Sex with the Dead article in March, April 1981, Wet. In 1976, I had access to a morgue and did a piece called Necrophilia. Perhaps John Duncan would not have had to put himself through the mental agony had he seen that I had done the piece several years before. The necrophilia piece came to me after having a dream that I was fucking a seductive and beautiful living woman who rapidly aged and died as we were making love. She clamped her arms around me and the sides of the bed became a coffin enclosure. The dream was terrifying, but I saw the necrophilia piece as the ultimate resolution of polarities, life, death. If you could love death, you could accept and love life more fully. After the doing the morgue pieces, I felt less afraid of death, but more afraid of the moral and karmic consequences of my actions. I was heavy into LSD at the time and had a few revelations about our immortality. In 1976, I hallucinated a trial of the souls who were involved. I met the soul of the woman that I had sex with. She was extremely angry and screamed at me, saying, didn't I know I was violating her and that she was a person just as I was? I was so sorry, disgraced and disgusted with myself and cried and begged her forgiveness. She did not forgive me, but I was put on a kind of probation by the judge and told to do good works, not harmful and negative works. A day has not gone by that I haven't thought of the necrophilia piece. I guess during the past couple of years, I've come to regard the body as a sacred thing, as well as a piece of meat. I, I, I got a few thoughts here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? Okay. Number one, that's a really long way to say I fucked a dead body. Yeah. Uh, number two, I, as we've established, I've done a lot of acid in my day. Okay. Never have I ever <laughs> arrived at any, any sort of conclusion anywhere near that. I, I, I've gone so far as to go, guys, guys, stare at this Radiohead poster. <laughs> Yeah. That's about it. That's about the, the extent of my revelation. So number three, fucking a dead body. If that's your prerogative, like go with God. All right. The people that I really despise here are the ones who are trying to see the art in it. Could you imagine if you just saw a video of a guy fucking a dead body? Yeah. And, but they called it art. And you mm -hmm. go, 
And and then you'd have to look, you know, you don't want to seem like you don't get it. So you got to be like, hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's go down this rabbit hole a little more if you want to right. hate, hate this guy even more. Uh, Gray wrote a book called The Mission of Art. And I have a passage from that book called My Shadow. And he says, my own works that I consider most disturbing and morally questionable center on the use or misuse of bodies at a medical school morgue where I worked more than 20 years ago. I did a variety of performances using cadavers. Um, and he goes on to say, in one piece, in her ear, I cut the head off a dead woman, then poured hot lead into her ear as a way to make a model of the delicate spiral labyrinth. Jesus! It was a violent way to make contact with her spirit, so she would speak to my inner ear. I experienced psychic repercussions later when her spirit angrily confronted me in a dream. In another piece entitled Life, Death, and God, I tied a rope around my ankle, then tied the other end of the rope around a cadaver, and we both hung suspended on a wall, strung on either side of a drawing of a crucifix. Around the same time, I made a painting of myself lying on top of a dead woman entitled Necrophilia. A performance usually constitutes having an audience, and something tells me this guy was just fucking around with corpses. Well, the rumor is that his wife was the one taking the pictures of all this stuff, and there are pictures. So there was a magazine called High Performance Magazine that shows mm -hmm. some of his art, including a photo labeled Necrophilia. Um, and Kevin, I regret that if I had to see it, you have to see it. Uh, oh, Christ. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're going there. Usually making somebody recoil in revulsion is my wheelhouse. And the fact that you're really doing this to me is... Uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're going there. It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. So uh, right. it's, it's not particularly graphic, but I mean, it was taken in, you know, 1970, whatever. All right. So anyway. Okay. That's... You want, uh, you want to describe what you're, uh, you're seeing here? Yeah. So uh, here we got Alex and uh, he's got all his clothes on. He is lying on top of what I think is a woman mm -hmm. missing the top half of her head. Yes, this is a corpse that uh, had a lobotomy. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I, I. So this is actually a painting. Mm, all right. Well, hey, that's a great painting. Um, I know it's hard to tell. Even in the copy, oh, this is a whole article in this magazine about him that he was involved in it says um perhaps the climax of his death pieces came in march 1976 in a piece called necrophilia a painting shows gray making love with a dead woman's body in necrophilia gray seems to be leaning over the corpse smiling he insists that was just a weird camera angle or strained expression but why did you choose a corpse that was so mutilated this one seems to have had a lobotomy and he's like because it horrified me and that's what i wanted to experience at the time yeah, he looks real horrified there. Yeah, right? And then as we scroll down, here's some more pictures of him, like, naked with skeletons. And then down here is that piece, Life, Death, and God, that he was talking about where he's hanging Holy upside shit. down next to an actual fucking corpse by a crucifix. You know, okay, so his wife's taking these pictures? Apparently. It's hard enough to talk your wife into a threesome. <laughs> How does your dick not fall off from disease after you do this? I don't know. I don't because that that body looked dead for a while. So yeah. ultimately, um, again, if you go into any Reddit thread about this, everybody's like, there's no evidence. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, this seems he he said it. So anyway, uh, because this is a mosh pit and I don't want to talk about Alex Gray fucking a corpse for a whole hour, I'll just conclude where we're at here. So 
Uh, Alex Gray is still hella active as the head of the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors in Wappinger, New York. Mm-hmm. The Chapel of Sacred Mirrors is a trans-denominational church and 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the realization of a shared 1985 vision of the American artists Alex and Allison Gray to build a contemporary public chapel as a sanctuary for spiritual renewal through contemplation of transformative art. And Kevin, like all strange artists in the year of 2023, what medium do you think he's working in these days? Oh, Christ. What, TikTok? NFTs, baby! Oh, no. No. So if you want to buy an animated GIF of two skeletons kissing while their souls are on fire or some shit, uh, only $21,000 or 11.618 Ethereum uh, can make that happen for you. But he is very much in the NFT space. He's also been on Joe Rogan three times. Oh, naturally. Only three? Yeah. I just can't imagine that conversation just like... Fucking dead bodies, jujitsu. No, I, but know. I think they just talk about like DMT and like psychedelic shit. Like it isn't super public common knowledge that Alex Gray more than likely fucked a corpse. And now we know that that corpse probably was missing half of her head. Wow. Do you think he was like, yeah, you know, but it's got to be a hot corpse. Like, does does he have well, a preference? No, I don't think so. I think it was just all about the shock. I mean, dude, like I think Jonathan Davis would think that this guy's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He would. I, but you know, I got to imagine that how many morticians have probably, you know, fucked the corpse. I did read something that talks about how, um, morticians, like they, they prefer to hire women than men for reasons such as this. Nick, this has been awful. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to do this to you. I literally discovered this while on an airplane and was like, Stop the presses. Uh, so we will bring you uh, Wisconsin Death Trip by Static X next week to conclude our fourth. Is it our fourth season? Fourth. Our fourth season. That's pretty nuts. We're going to hit 100 episodes in our fifth season. So wow. that's exciting. Wow. Um, well, Nick, th- fuck you. <laughs> this, yeah. This yeah. Been real, awful. real sorry. Real sorry. So yeah. next time you see a flaming eyeball or a. a fucking endocrine system walking around the room with fire coming out of its ass. You know that the guy that painted it probably had sex with a dead lady and then had a dream about it. So, yeah. Anyway, if uh, you, you're into that kind of shit, uh, go buy an NFT. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, just, or or don't. Or I kill mean, yourself. Yeah, I would just... <laughs> All right. Anyways, we will see you next Thursday. I'm so I'm so sorry about this one. I'm just mad that I didn't get to it first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Catch you guys later. Later.